Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, your short, pithy, hopefully entertaining page of Talmud a day today. I have the absolute pleasure of speaking to a man, the president of whose fan club, at least the Manhattan section, I happen to be. He is the great Kurt Fuller, who is currently the star of Evil on CBS and is known to you from such great American movies as Wayne's World and Ghostbusters 2. Hello. Hello. Thank you. I'm, I'm one of the stars, but you can call me the star. I'll take it. We will call you the star for this show. Uh, in our universe, you are the star. And also, uh, I assume, at this point, Hollywood's leading Talmudic authority? <laughs> I think so. It's fair yes. to say, right? Yes, I think that's fair to say. If I'm the star of evil, I am certainly Hollywood's uh, leading Talmudic authority. I mean, yes. may, maybe Sandler has has a few pages up his sleeve, but yes. I think I think you're rivals at this point. Thank you. So the reason we want to talk to you is because reading today's page of the Talmud really kind of made me think about the arc of your career. You belong to this incredible, in my opinion, class of Hollywood character actors uh, whose face is immediately recognizable, even though his name may not you know, immediately jump to mind. But that kind of uh, creates this, this subcategory, very interesting subcategory of movie star. And, and today, the Talmud on today's page discusses something really similar. The discussion begins when one of the rabbis says, you know, you're not allowed to stand next to your rabbi when you pray because that looks like you're both on the same level. You both have equal billing on the marquee. Mm -hmm. And then the other <laughs> rabbi says, okay, but if I stand behind my rabbi, it looks like I'm bowing to him and I'm praying to him instead of to God. That's just weird. And so they get into this entire discussion and they, they come across this ca new category that they create called Talmid Chaver, a pupil who's also an equal, a colleague, basically acknowledging, I think, what any of us who've gone through professional growth in any industry knows, which is like there comes a point in which you graduate from being, you know, the, the third tier, second tier person who's still learning the ropes to being someone who, while may not have the, the same kind of star power of the great, you know, famous rabbi, is certainly an equal to that person. D does that resonate with you? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Uh, you described the class of Hollywood that I'm in as, you know, basically, I'm a that guy. I'm one of the that guys right. <laughs> in Hollywood, which is, hey, it's that guy. <laughs> then uh, people come up to me and it's actually harder than being very recognizable because you have to explain who you are to everybody. You know, what, what were you in? What were you in? Right. It can take 20 minutes sometimes. Whereas if you're well known, they know you. Right. And there's a micro answer to that and a macro answer. And I'll start with the micro and then go to the macro. The micro answer is show business, like many other businesses that are, are difficult, and I could argue that every business is difficult, to just be a character actor, a working character actor, is almost impossible. So in the micro, to be a that guy is a fantastic thing. It means you're working, it means you're being grossly overpaid. <laughs> and it means that on some level, you're recognizable and you've, you've attained a certain level. The macro is that it's hard on the ego. It's hard on an ambitious person. It's hard to accept that you've reached a place and you know that you can do more, you know that you can do better, but you're not going to. You have reached the pinnacle of your professional 
life and creative life in a way. And that's that's very difficult. And I think the reason that we reach that pinnacle, even though we can see beyond it and could probably perform beyond it, is that there's an, an indefinable, almost indescribable something, as they call you know, the it factor, charisma. Uh, what is it that when I appear on screen and even other people who are not leading men who are not you know, have perfect facial structure, bone structure, everything. Why do they, why does Paul Giamatti, who's a very good actor, but so am I, why does he get the big character actor roles? And even on that level, right? he has something. Why Steve Buscemi, why does he get even leading man roles? And I never would, because there's something when they show up, maybe on stage too, but they're two different things. When they show up, people perk up. They perk up more than they perk up when I show up. And I have no idea why. And it's nothing I can develop. It's nothing I can cultivate. I am who I am. So all I can do is my craft and sometimes my art, uh, although writing is writing is the real art of performance. But I think in, 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 in many walks of life, people... They get lucky. Some people get lucky and they show up at exactly the right place at exactly the right time and do exactly the right thing on their best day. And that that takes them through the next 10, 15 years. As we say, we say in showbiz, you can dine out on one performance for about 10 years. <laughs> I think Al Pacino agrees. Well, yes, <laughs> but I, I just I just think it's a combination of things that none of us have any power over. All we have power over is what we do. And even when you do your best and your best is actually good enough, it doesn't mean that the results are going to be commensurate with what you've done. And that's hard. That's very hard, especially because I think we genetically are all ambitious and all striving and all trying to beat somebody out of something. Absolutely. And look, I, I think that the Talmudic rabbis fully understood that. And I think what they did with creating this category of Talmid Haver, of the, of the student who's also a colleague, or the disciple who's also a colleague, is basically warn us against this, this kind of binary thinking, right? It's not that there is night and day. Judaism has a third category, which is a transitionary period between the two. It's not that you're either, you know, nobody, or you're Brad Pitt, you know, taking off your shirt and climbing right. on the roof in Once Upon Correct. a Time in Hollywood. I've done that, but nobody, nobody really noticed. <laughs> Well, this, See, that's the difference. This is always next year's Oscar, you know. Yeah. Uh, there is, there's always this category. There's always this kind of like in between category uh, that so many of us occupy, and that if we occupy correctly, as you said, yes, there will always be frustrations, but but also great joy and satisfaction and pride. Absolutely, I wouldn't trade my life or my career really with anybody. I mean, some of the unhappiest people I know are huge stars <laughs> who wish they could be bigger, who are worried about getting toppled. I mean, there's it's, you know, life is hard, it, it, no matter where you are. Next time but, we discuss the Talmud, I'll ask you to name names, but not today. <laughs> I will. But I want to just say one thing, because it's something that's really been on my mind, and especially pertains to what I perceive going on in our country today, is that we need to live in that middle ground much, much more. And I think that's an incredibly important point you made, that when you live in the blacks and the whites, you're leaving out about 
the real 80% of, of what's happening that's in the grays, in the middle. Of, of real human and, emotion that's complicated yes, and muddy. And, and I think we need to live in the middle of, of most things because that's where, somewhere in there, that is where the truth is. Kurt Fuller, you're a national treasure. Thank you so oh, much. Thank you. It's a pleasure. And please call me tomorrow. <laughs> well, we, we have seven years of reading the Talmud, so. Okay, well, good. I can count on that. Thank you so much. I really thank appreciate you. It. My pleasure. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoyed this show, please go rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly section of Reading Daf Yomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.